Hello and welcome to Freedom Through Truth, a broadcast outreach of Ministries of Wayne Weaver, bringing the freedom of God through the truth of God's Word. Let's tune in to today's message. I think sometimes that we need to take note of exactly what comes out of our heart and what lives in our heart. Because I, I find that there are so many people that are continually not content with, with what God has done in their life. And if I could say this way, to make it even clearer, that people are not content with the salvation that they have received in their life. Now, when I say that, I, I want to clarify it with a message following that. Um, I think it's important to have an understanding. I continue to tell people this as I meet with them. To have an understanding of what makes you tick, what makes you think the way you think. What makes you think that way? Do you know the tendencies that are in you? Do you know exactly what your heart is looking for? And what is in that heart? What makes you do certain things? We often go through uh, reckless periods of time because we're religious people. And I say that with a bit of truth, that we're religious people and we have certain things that we want to make people think that we are or that we are not. And as a result, we catch ourselves into some of these uh, hypocrisies that I believe that God wants to rid us from. I have a very simple message today, but I hope that it would minister to someone here. It's a very simple message, and there's going to be a lot of scripture reading. Um, It is called Living by Faith. It's not dramatic, but there's items of truth in it that are real. And so I ask you to receive that. First of all, I would like to turn to Hebrews chapter 11. I'm going to read probably, uh, yeah, maybe the whole chapter. What we want to seek to do today is to have an understanding of the spiritual walk. Um, I hope you understood what I just said. We want to have an understanding of the spiritual walk. Um, See, many times we go through life and we face things, but we don't have an understanding of what we've faced. Um, And as I meet with people and have met with them for 30-some years, I hear repeated stories that come. And I'm seeing and I'm hearing that there's more of these stories that are coming as we're drawing to the end of conditions within people's hearts and lives that um, somehow that we misunderstand God. We misunderstand what he's trying to do. So I want to turn to Hebrews chapter 11, simply because, look at this, the title is Living by Faith, and we want to take examples of people that have walked by faith. Now, I don't believe I'll go through the whole chapter. I, uh, I would like to maybe only come down to, um, I think we'll start with verse about 24, all right? Verse 24. Now, we're looking at some things here that are quite profound. It starts with, of course, I should mention it starts with Abraham, and it goes all the way back. Um, there, is, there is something that it speaks about by faith in verse 4, that Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, which he obtained a witness, that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it being dead, yet speaketh. I will turn back to that verse after I'm done reading these verses. 
And then we'll start the message with that, all right? So we talk about Abraham, we talk about all those men, Noah and, and those men that have walked in faith, but I'm not necessarily going to speak about that. We'll go back, we'll skip through Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, and we go by verse 24, by faith Moses, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer the afflictions with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season, esteeming the reproach of Christ. Now let's remember Christ was not yet present on earth at this time. There was no Christ that was given to man as a sacrifice. There was nothing like that at this time. Esteeming the reproach of Christ. Jesus was, he is eternal, but he did not come to earth yet as a redeemer and savior. But here he's saying that back in the Old Testament, he, Moses, esteeming the reproach of Christ, greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. By faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. Through faith he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of blood, lest he that destroyed the firstborn should touch them. By faith they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land, which the Egyptians, I think we are having a little speaker problem, they're working on it, so if you bear with me, they're working on it. Egyptians are saying to do where uh, uh, were drowned. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell down after they were compassed about seven days. By faith, the harlot Rahab perished not with them that believed not. When she had received the spies with peace, and what shall I more say for the time that would fail me to tell of Gideon, Barak, and Samson, and Jephthah, of David and also Samuel and of the prophets. And then it describes what they did. Now we notice that this is the same kind of faith that you and I walk in. This is not a different faith, it's faith in God, faith in the provision, faith in the promises, the promises of God. It's the same kind of faith that they have endured and that has carried them through, that will also carry us through. It is the same kind of faith that we walk in. There is no difference in this faith. It is in the promises that have been given, whether it's Old Testament or whether it's New Testament. It's in the promises. Who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouth of lions. This is the things that their faith has done. Quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong waxed valent in fight, turned to flight the armies of God. Women received their dead, raised to life again. Others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. Some were delivered from these things. Others were not delivered from these things. Some simply accepted the sufferings, and faith did not deliver them necessarily in that way, that they would not suffer or that they would not die, but they received a different resurrection, that it was another resurrection they received by faith. And it's a better resurrection. Verse 36, and others had uh, trials of cruel mockings and scourgings, yea, moreover, of bonds and imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sawn asunder, 
They were tempted, were slain with a sword. Now I could stop right here and go back, and we look at what could have happened with the children of Israel when they came out of Egypt and when they crossed over the Red Sea. They could have all died as well, but through faith they went through the waters. So it was their faith that delivered them through the waters. Now you notice that some of these, it didn't work like that. Some of these had to die. Some of these uh, were put in prison. Some of these suffered stonings and things of this nature. And it, they gave their life to that point. Were the one weaker in faith than the others? The title today is Living by Faith. Hopefully we'll find some of those answers. With the sword, they wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, and tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and in mountains and in dens and in caves of the earth. And these are all, these all having obtained a good report through faith. Notice, even the ones that were delivered through the Red Sea, the ones that saw the collapse of the uh, Jericho walls, it was a marvelous act of faith, but these have the same report of faith, even though these things did not happen to them like that. They were still, they suffered because of their faith. It might not have been that great things were done by way of having a deliverance. I'm not speaking from evil spirits or anything of that nature, but these were also people that walked in faith and they suffered for their faith. These others also suffered for their faith, but somehow God did great miracles so that some of these things were taken away, that they would not have to go through this. There is different types of faith. We need to understand that. See, some people come under certain condemnation that if they don't get healed for something, then they go into condemnation because they feel that somewhere they're in violation because there is no healing. When they hear the testimony of someone else that is healed, and they come under that condemnation, this is a little bit what we have here. We have the great stories of God, of people that have moved mountains and people that have done, and the Bible says mountains can be moved through faith. So there is different types of faith for different moments in the way God leads us. But then there's others that seemingly never experience much of that. It's the same faith. It's what I'm trying to show you. And what I'm trying to bring into, I hope you'll conclude with me as we go uh, forward. And these all having obtained a good report through faith, received not the promise. One thing is they received not the promise, others have received the promise, having provided some better thing for us, that they without us should not be made, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm reading that again. God having provided some better thing for us, that they without us should not be made perfect. Now I'm gonna stop right there. They without us should not be made perfect. Interesting verse, isn't it? Now I wanna to go to Genesis chapter four and start in verse three. It's where I spoke about in Cain. Some of this might be a little confusing to you, but just bear with me a little bit. We'll, we'll get to easy understanding. In Genesis chapter four, verse three, we notice the contest of the two first Man, or two first boys or sons that were born, according to the record that we have in Genesis. And in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. Verse 4, And Abel he also brought of his firstlings of his flock and of the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. I want to start, here is one of the first things that we read about concerning faith. 
We read that Abel exercised a certain kind of faith by bringing a firstling and fat as a sacrifice to God. Then we also read that Cain brought something, and he brought of the best things that he could do. He took care of the crops, he took care of his work, the things that he did, the things that he planted, the things that he caused to be, uh, all the time he spent on the fruits. And then he brought them to God, and God simply rejected it. But what happened to Abel was he brought the firstling of the flock, which was the first one, it was the best, and then it says, the fat thereof. I'm going to speak some on the fat today. It's something that all of us American people as a whole have a problem with. It's fat. But it's not the type of fat that I'm going to speak about. I'm going to speak about another kind of fat. However, it has to do with this. Why did God always command that in a sacrifice that the fat would be offered up to him? The fat, the firstling is the first that came, the best that came, and the fat was when someone was really, or something was really good, really healthy, it produced fat. And according to the way God, as the, our understanding concerning God, is that was the best part of it. Now, we want to look at some of this. We notice that the return of the prodigal son, they brought, again, the best and the fat. The fatted calf. It wasn't the skinny one. It wasn't the one that... Some of you keep smiling out there. I think you're, you're relating our overweightness with what I'm saying. And go ahead and laugh a little bit. However, that's not really what it's saying, okay? But I see that. You've got to release that little bit, all right? <laughs> For some reason, when the prodigal son returned, it was asked that it was the fatted calf. It didn't say the skinny calf, but the fatted calf. It was the calf that... Thank you for listening to today's program. We hope you were blessed. This program is made possible by the generous donations of our listeners. Check out our website and get our weekly word e-letter by signing up at www.ministriesofwayneweaver.com. Until next time, God bless.